stuff, party people. Hey. Welcome to this week's episode of the 13th Floor Podcast. I am Cece. I'm Alex. I'm James. And today we're here talking about haunted prisons. Spooky mm. ookie. Ooh, it's going to be creepy. You know what else is spooky? What? These pants. I got these swishy pants. I always wear them whenever I do a podcast, and it's so annoying because then you can hear it in the background. So, dear listener, if you ever wonder what that sound is right there, I, Alex, just, I wore the wrong pants today. Alex and his pants. <laughs> Good gravy. James, how you been? I hope you're not wearing squishy pants. Uh, I am not. <laughs> Let's hear it. Rubber, rubber pants. <laughs> oh, <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Swishy pants. Hey, Alex, will you give me that water bottle? I'm really thirsty. I just got really thirsty. Ooh. You guys, talk amongst yourselves for a second. Yeah, this, this weather will make you thirsty. The air is so dry. It's it's weirdly warm right now, but the air is dry. really yeah. See, it's actually been cold down here, like way colder than it ever got last year. Yeah, it's unseasonably warm here. Interesting. What is the world coming to? I don't know. <laughs> Soon, Kentucky will be a desert wasteland. Yep. I hope not. So we should move there, Mad Max style. You know, I could like I could write on the front and like. It's play it's weird. I made two Mad Max jokes today. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. That's kind of kind of creepy. I hope it doesn't mean something's coming up. But mm-hmm. James, I just want to let you know, I had a dream the other night mm-hmm. that you decided to let your tarantulas be free range. <laughs> 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 and I went over to your apartment so that we could film something for the podcast, and the spiders were everywhere, James. <laughs> so, Poor Thanos yeah. molted today, and he is wore out. I've never seen one this wiped out from a mold. How, I'm sorry, how can you tell that a tarantula is wiped the, out? The sweat on his brow. <laughs> <laughs> Normally when they're, you know, relaxed, they have kind of like that standard spider pose you know where their legs are outstretched and he's just like crumpled up like just laying on his side all day he's just like i'm done i'm done he's he's just like me perpetually tired yeah it's just because it gets dark so early it's awful we need to get rid of this time of year yeah we we do um is there anything you guys want to talk about before we get to our hearty hellos uh, that was like so beautiful, Cece. Thank you. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. If we can like turn that to a song, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be fun. Um, no, we got nothing to talk about. Yeah, let's you know? jump right in. Yeah, I mean, all we did last week was eat lots of turkey. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. So all of us just went into hibernation till today. I no longer fit in my pants, but it was worth it. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, let's get to the hearty hellos because there are some listeners around the globe that don't celebrate Thanksgiving, like like us here in the states. But today we're gonna give a hearty hello to everybody in Chile. Chile, hey Chile, yeah, hello Chile, and also it's a shame what Kevin did on the office to you. <laughs> he spilled chili everywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah. Now our listeners and now they've all left gone. us. <laughs> No, and then we're also going to say hello to everybody in Romania. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then here in the States, we are going to say hello to everybody in Iowa. What's up, Iowa? Yeah. We'll be, we'll be talking about Iowa here in a minute, but James, do we have an icebreaker? So, 
we're going to be talking about haunted prisons. So mm-hmm. if you were in prison, what would be the thing that you would like, you know, shank somebody for? Like, oh you know, God. like, you know, a lot of people, they want cigarettes. A lot of, some people, they just want like nice shoes. Like what, what is it that you would miss from the outside that you would be willing to, you know, really go all oh out to get? my So, gosh. so this is a situation where we must shank. Yes. <laughs> must. This is a must shank scenario. Yeah. Um, so now when we do the shanking, must it be murder or is it just, uh, like a wound? <laughs> Let, let's <laughs> go with wound just cause. I mean, it's okay, probably going to get kind of septic, free but, up. Yeah. yeah, just to free up our morality a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! Um, so I would give a on a scale of one to ten, I would give a like a five, like a moderate shanking to <laughs> to somebody to um, you know scare people from putting anyone else in my space. So that way, maybe they think I'm maybe a little unhinged, but uh, not quite you. so unhinged that I don't get space anymore. So because <laughs> I would like my own cell. Wow. Okay. Right? Solitary yeah. confinement? No, 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 no. I'm not that dangerous. That's why it's a five, <laughs> not a ten. <laughs> like like you don't wanna you don't want any more people going to the ICU, but you know that I'm okay to go eat with other people. I'm okay to go lift weights and you know, spend a little rec time. You want people but on your good side. I do go a little nuts if I had to sleep in the same room with somebody. In the same in the same cell. Wow. No. What do you think about that? Uh, I <laughs> That's could a good see one. it. I I could legitimately see that because Alex mm-hmm. does like his alone time, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's just a level five shanking. Alex, Alex, if you had to go to prison, which let's pray to God, sign of the cross, hope that never happens. <laughs> but if you did go to prison, do you think you'd be able to sleep well? Because I bet you there are lights on when it's time to sleep. No, I bet I bet there's lights off because they don't want. I was about to say I don't think they have like night lights anything. in prison. Yeah, because I, I, I don't think they want they don't want the prisoners to be able to do anything or even see. That, that would, by the way, be so. my prison knuckles tattoo. One one fan says night, and the other says light. Night light. Oh my god! See, yeah, mine would be <laughs> wow. lights out. Well, I guess that. Yeah, I, I sleep in the sure. dark. It'd just be creepy. <laughs> yeah, it should be a glow in the dark tattoo, James. It'd be really yeah. weird, like when in the morning comes and they see James hanging from the ceiling, sleeping upside down. Oh yeah, the bat. <laughs> oh, what about okay, you, Cece? Right. You know, this is really hard for me because just the thought of stabbing anyone petrifies me. Because I just, and uh, no, I don't, I don't like okay. the idea, but. Hmm. What about to establish a rep in the prison? I mean, that's a good a good reason, now, I guess. The thing is, if you have to, if you establish the rep, you got to do a pretty high on the stabometer. Yeah, that's the thing. I would probably <laughs> just be like a little bit, like a little, a little prick. <laughs> I'd be like, "Don't mess with me," and they would be like, "Oh, I can mess with you." Like, <laughs> maybe if you really sell it, like, um, like that's your warning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't. You don't want to see what else I can do. <laughs> Hope you've had your shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe if somebody, I'm drawing a blank. You guys. All right, James. My brain doesn't go this. Let's hear. Let's hear. Yeah, let's hear. You guys make me feel horrible because, uh, yeah, I was gonna straight up say uh, just chocolate bar. A, ch- a chocolate bar. Yeah, James would do it for some ice cream. Like he, yeah, he'd, he'd do a level. He'd do a level ten on about five people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like a monster now. 
Yeah, it this was such freak. a tough decision. <laughs> I will say that is a little bit worrisome. Mm. <laughs> listen, listen, the man has his priorities. Yeah. Let's not be upset with him or judge him. Adds a whole new meaning to death by chocolate. Oh right. my gosh, James. <laughs> well, you know what? I I think that I'm done talking about going to jail. Let's let's talk about some haunted jails now. Mm. And uh James, how about you kick us off today? Can do. Um, yeah, first let's start with, I'm, t- I'm covering two prisons, and one of them is Eastern State Penitentiary. So it's been around for 142 years, and that's a long time. And the thing to bear in mind about that is a lot of the prison reforms that have taken place where, you know, what we recognize as jail, which is still pretty scary because, I mean, we just talked about people getting shanked. That's all pretty like mid 20th century. This this is a lot older than that. So this is just some of the stuff that people went through um, in like the 19th century. So there's the hole. That's a, a little underground area. It's, it's literally just a hole. And if somebody was punished by being sent to the hole, you didn't have any light. You didn't get to interact with any other people. You couldn't exercise, obviously, because you're in a flipping hole. And uh, you didn't have a lot of food. You had very little in the way of fresh air, and you didn't have a place to use the restroom. So you were just wallowing in your own filth in this hole. Yeah. Now that's that's like the nice one. That's like the like decent punishment. It gets worse. Um, there's instances where inmates were dunked in water and then hung out on a wall. Now that. Sounds really horrible in and of itself. Like, why are you hanging people on a wall and why are you yeah, dipping human in water? laundry? <laughs> yeah. Well, in this instance, this was a punishment that was reserved for cold weather. So they were actually That's, hung out until ooh. ice formed on their bodies. That reminds me of Elizabeth Bathory. She yeah. used to do things like that. Yeah. Well, th- this prison, like the punishments were like Bathorian. <laughs> um, yeah. There was the iron gag and that's where your hands were tied behind your back. And uh, an iron collar was put in your mouth. Any movement at all from your tongue would cause it to tear and bleed. Oh, my gosh. And lastly, there was the mad chair where uh, you got to remember also, this is the 19th century. They didn't have really great like mental health diagnoses. So a lot of these inmates were probably just mentally ill. And, you know, somebody isn't acting right. So what they do is they put them in the mad chair. Well, they would tie them up so tight that circulation would be cut off to their limbs and then later those limbs would have to be amputated. Aww. So really, really cool, cruel stuff. Well, around the forties people started seeing ghosts, like, like people who worked there, like actual guards and whatnot. And it, it got to a point where they finally closed it down in, in 71. And even then when they started touring, like, you know, people started going on tours because of all these rumors about ghosts now visitors started seeing it. So it's actually been put on like a lot of programs for that reason, because holy moly. Oh, and I should also mention that it's in Philly. I don't know why I didn't bring that up like first right, right off the gate. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was it, it's so freaky that it's actually been converted now to kind of a will be a good word for this, like like a tourist trap haunted house like where they actually kind of ramp it up kind of like what i was talking about about waverly hills you know yeah. waverly hills yeah. has ghost tours normally but then october rolls around and they 
they start becoming theatrical and you got people in masks running around screaming and whatnot. Uh, that's something that they do at Eastern State. So absolutely mortifying and spooky and oh my goodness. So that's Eastern State. It's an extremely haunted location. Lots and lots of eyewitnesses have seen uh, presumed inmates and, and their ghosts. Uh, the only thing about that is there's not any like really notable ghost sighting specifics. It's literally just we saw a ghost in this uh, cell. And, you know, it actually earned the nickname Hell on Earth by some people. And two really, really well-known inmates were uh, Slick Willie Sutton and more more well-known than them, Al Flippin' Capone, Scarface himself. Al Capone. Yeah. Yeah. So just a, a place where a lot of cruelty happened for a very, very long time. Um, and, you know, ultimately when – oh, and an, another little fun fact is it was actually co-ed. Uh, but I don't mean like they really? necessarily mixed male and female prisoners together in the same cells. I actually don't know that, what the deal was with that. But for a period, for a good century of its operation, female prisoners were actually there. They actually stopped having female prisoners in 23, 1923. Interesting. Specifies it's, good Lord, 2023 kind of around the bend, ain't it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And the other prison I'm going to be talking about is the, at one time, bloodiest 47 acres in america so it was operational for 168 years and it housed hundreds of thousands of convicted felons so very similar kind of origins this is obviously in missouri because it's called missouri state penitentiary (laughs) um but a lot of people have witnessed inmate ghosts there as well and part of that is again it's one of the longest running maximum security prisons in the U.S. Uh, It started in 1836, and one of the things that they started doing was, and it's one of the reasons why, by the way, Eastern State is spooky looking, like it's a very creepy looking place. This place is also creepy looking, but a lot of the buildings were built by the prisoners, and they were not Mm -hmm. paid for that. They They were forced laborers who just kept building expansions onto the prison. So, including the warden's mansion, which what a creepy fact that the warden had a, a mansion in and of itself. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah. And originally, like, the, the, the oldest building was called Housing Unit 4, and it became known as All. And they actually put Civil War criminals in, in this original place. And you got to remember, Civil War, um, like, prisoners were not treated well, even by, like, 19th century standards, because in a lot of respects, it was kind of like before POW rules. And well, I mean, a perfect example of this is there are images of prison camps from the Civil War that are almost indistinguishable from World War II photos because of how emaciated the inmates are to such a point that it's easy to confuse the two if you aren't uh, you know, versed on, on what, what time frame that picture's from. So spooky. So uh, one of the guys who worked at the prison the, as a guard in uh, 89 said that these people were worked like slaves. It was just a brutal, brutal way of treating people. So here's a few little anecdotes from, from him. He'd been talking to an inmate um, one day, Wells was, and he noticed that another inmate had long blonde hair and a white T-shirt. And he was like, that guy's not supposed to be 
outside. Like, what's he doing outside? He just walked out. So he runs out there to to get this guy and bring him back into custody, and there's nobody there. So his immediate mm-hmm. thought is, oh, man, this guy's fast. He went around the building. So he runs around the building, and there's nobody there, and the gate's locked. And, I mean, he's confident that he's seen this dude, right? So they do a head count, and nobody's missing. Like, before they even did the head count, he actually thought, you know, this dude may have stolen, like, a a prison van and gotten away. And, I mean, it was a whole to-do. But nobody matched his description after the head count and talking to other Mm -hmm. guards. Yeah. So... What's really interesting about this one is, you know, as I mentioned, it was the 70s when um, Eastern State shut down. This place just got decommissioned in 2004. So, I mean, it really was one of the longest lasting and running prisons in America. I mean, we are talking Civil War era to 2004. That's so, a long time. Yeah. Now, because there were so many ghost sightings, and because Wells himself was personally quite uh, passionate about some of his own personal sightings, in fact, he actually uh, met his wife during his first tour of the prison, and he does the tours with his wife now. That's that's who they asked to start doing the tours. So that's just kind of neat that that's you know somebody who worked there and saw ghosts is now doing tours. Regarding those ghosts, that's so, interesting. Yeah, and uh, one one notable inmate was uh, James Earl Ray, who's actually he was in the prison and he escaped in '67. That was a year before he murdered Martin Luther King Jr. So yeah, kind of kind of spooky, right? So yeah. yeah, that's just a little bit of details on this particular prison. And one of the things that spooks me out the most about it. And it's one of those things where, you know, we've you and and I, Alex and Cece, we've we've talked at length about certain political things, including the death penalty. And I'm not going to say my views in this particular episode regarding the death penalty, but I will say that of all the forms of executing people, the one that creeps me out the most is the gas chamber. And this was a prison that absolutely performed gas chamber executions. Mm-hmm. So just that alone really creeps me out. There's something that just, I mean, electric chairs are kind of spooky. Lethal injection is spooky. And actually, you know what? I'm going to say my opinion. I have serious reservations about the death penalty. And I I think that lethal injection is actually an incredibly cruel way of administering that kind of punishment, namely because for some people, they may not die um, unconscious, you know, it's supposed to knock you out and then arrest your breathing. Well, there are people who are immune to that particular compound. So there are people who are probably smothered to death by lethal injection. So lethal injection, I think is very creepy. Electric chair, I think is creepy. The firing squad, I think is the least creepy. This place had the gas chamber. I think that is the spookiest of all. Not, not to make this podcast, you know, James's, uh, capital punishment ranking list or anything. (laughs) (laughs) That would be an interesting, like YouTube. Yeah. yeah, James, what's your S tier capital punishment? Yeah, There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Firing squad, but only if you get a cigarette and a blindfold. (laughs) 
Uh, well, I think that with a history like that, like I don't see how a place like that couldn't possibly have spirits. Agreed. Yeah, both of these places I would like to at some point tour because they seem extremely likely to be haunted. There are some places that we've covered that are haunted that I'm you know, a little skeptical about, but these both have an absolute laundry list of sightings. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively convinced. So that's all I got. James okay. wants to go find the truth, y'all. <laughs> find the truth. All right, who's going next? Alex, you're going next. <gasps> Sweet. <laughs> all right. So I want to give a shout out to my uh, three sources. Thank you, Legends of America. West Virginia, Pen- your article, West Virginia Penitentiary, so cleverly named. Ooh, yeah. Um, thank you to the West Virginia Gazette email.com. <laughs> or no, sorry, West Virginia Gazette mail.com with your life haunting, uh, your sorry, haunting history. Moundsville Penitentiary has, the rest of it got cut off. Oh, many stories to tell. <laughs> and then thank you to Travel Channel for your very lavishly and eloquently um, written article on Moundsville's haunted history by the ghost adventurers. And it was about as um, colorful as you would expect from those individuals. <laughs> um, so, uh, so the story of Moundsville's penitentiary begins in 1863 when West Virginia secedes from Virginia um, to side with the union. Now, the newly formed state has to create a prison, and that is the Moundsville Prison. And it's actually built on the uh, an Adena Indian burial mound. So an Indian burial we've mound. Already got marks against it. Oh, yeah, it's, I mean that's right. almost cliche. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It is. So. Um, Inside, it's about as ex- as awful as you would expect from what's going to be a haunted prison on our mm-hmm. list, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's considered one of the top ten most violent correctional facilities during its 119-year history. That's a long history. Yeah, it stuck around for a while. So um, even though they started building it um, back in 1866... Uh, it wasn't actually open until 1876, and it was a pretty big place. Um, the, it was supposed to hold an upward of 2,000 prisoners who lived in very, very small cells, uh, five foot by seven foot cells. Oh, the, wow. That's that's a yeah. flipping locker. That's not a room. Yeah, the worst part about it, you know, being 2,000 prisoners is actually the, the prison wasn't even designed to hold half of that number of people. Mm. So there would be three people in those cells. Oh my God. Jeez two, yeah, two men, two men would sleep on narrow bunk beds and another man would get a mattress and sleep on the floor next to the toilet. Mm. And then their foot lockers would have to be stacked on top of each other because there's no room. So pretty awful. So Alex, would probably have been a five or maybe a ten on the stank on the shanks shankle shankometer <laughs> uh, in that prison. So, <laughs> so oh, and by the way, we should have talked about the shanking stuff by Thanksgiving. We could call it Shanksgiving. Oh my god, um, Alex! So, Lord, <laughs> Alex and his puns. So, yeah, so yeah, it was pretty awful. And this prison was especially known for how terrible 
its inmates were. Like they kept the worst of the worst here. This is murderers, rapists, serial killers. And you're in the room. These with are two other people. These are not nice people. Yeah. And it had its share of criminal celebrities as well. Um, some people might be familiar with uh, Harry Powers, who was the Lonely Hearts killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he would do is he would put newspaper ads in to lure lonely women into thinking, you know. We're looking for love. Let's get married. But he only wanted to rob and murder them. <laughs> so he did that. Um, he killed a couple of women, some children. And as you'd expect, he got put in prison and was eventually <laughs> hung at the penitentiary mm-hmm. in Forgot 1932. About that, one. that was not bad either, as long as you do it right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so, so the, and they hung him, and there, there was a lot of people that were hung, and oh, but only nine people were actually executed by old Sparky, the electric chair, yeah. and that, that was the name that was given to the electric chair. Oh, that's really interesting. I've heard that before. It's that's the prison where it was, huh? Yeah, they, yeah, they, and if you go tour the prison, it's still there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually like in the front room for you to to see when I you come in. Not want to see like, that. It's like cool. Like let's go sit in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> So they said that executions were typically carried out without any trouble, meaning that like the convicted were killed on the first go. All right. But there were occasional mishaps Um, that really came to a head. Pardon the pun, as you will soon see. Oh, my God. With uh, the public, the hangings used to be public and Uh, people would come around to come watch. Uh, but all that changed in 1931 when they went to, noose to to tie the noose around Frank Heer's neck. So he had he had just murdered his wife, uh, been convicted. They were going to kill him, and so I guess at the time they used this method called the long drop method. And what it did is it factored in height and weight into how far to drop the condemned. In order to break their neck. That's what I mean now, when I say as long as you do it right. Yeah, you don't asphyxiate the person. And in this, and in this case, Lord. they did it really right because, as they quote, <gasps> as as no. someone said, Hire didn't have a very strong neck muscles, and oh, so okay. what happened was the hanging resulted in an immediate decapitation, like champagne cork. Wow. Yeah, like his head just popped off. You, as you were saying that, (laughs) Louise cuddled up to me like, I'm sorry you're having to listen to this. So his head pops off. (laughs) This is is how Alex copes with stuff like this. He laughs at it. So, oh pops off. (laughs) James is laughing too. (laughs) They can just imagine people watching and then... <laughs> exactly. It's kind of funny that picture. Oh my god. <laughs> no. All right. Sorry, dear listener. Oh, so all right. So obviously after that, um you didn't want everybody coming to watch. <laughs> Don't bring the kids to the hanging. Um Oh man. So they quit doing that uh, after that hanging. No more, no more hangings. <laughs> and they started doing um, electrocution, but they only did nine of those. Uh, and there was 84 hangings. So only a, it, all in total, or sorry, it was uh, 85 hangings. 
and nine electrocutions, which was 94 executions in total. Um, <laughs> they were so worried about another head popping mishap that when they actually did the electric chair, they actually had a electrician come every time to make sure that the connections on the three switches would work. They want to so, make sure yeah, they wanted to make sure it would work um, each time. So it's dark. Yeah, and what's even darker is the guards. They had to draw their name out of a hat. Uh, have to for who would have to do it. Yeah. yeah, and if you didn't do it, you got fired. I would mm. say see ya. Right. Oh. Mm. Yeah. So this place is pretty bad. You know, there's rape, murder. Um, happening. The Aryan Brotherhood and the Avengers Motorcycle Gang apparently had turf wars in the yard. Like <laughs> It was pretty rough. And one of the things I thought was kind of funny uh, was because of the poor funding of the prison, there became this <laughs> leak underneath the kit, underneath uh, the dining hall, Ew. a sewage leak, and uh. so it smelled like poop all the time. And people mm. were getting... Just, the inmates, understandably, were so mad that they couldn't eat in the dining area because it made them sick to be in there just smelling that all the time. <clears throat> that they had a riot, and they and so they had this riot during during the riot. A couple of people do a couple of inmates get killed. Uh, all three that were killed were supposedly snitches. Mm. Um, uh, but. You're an you inmate, know, then, but they okay. at the end of the day they got what they wanted and they actually repaired the sewage. <laughs> they lake. fixed it. Yeah, they re- they actually redid the the dining area for them. So you know, you know, kill, uh, killing three birds with one stone. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> there were, I swear. There were uh, overall though for over the hundred and nineteen years the prison was open, there was only thirty four murders, uh, ninety four executions, and. While that doesn't sound like a lot, <laughs> a total a total of nine hundred and ninety eight men died during that hundred and nineteen years inside the prison. Ah, uh, yeah, it's almost a thousand ghosts. Yeah, that's a lot of ghosts. Um, and so, as you can imagine, <clears throat> that many bodies will probably cost cost some ghosts. Now, there's been some things that have been seen, like shadow men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 staff have been accosted by unseen forces, and they've heard some strange sounds. Like so, apparently the hauntings date all the way back to the 1930s. There were some times where inmates would be spied walking around the maintenance area where prisoners are not allowed, and so guards would go set off the alarms, and then no one would be there. Um, so we start seeing things like that even back then. There was a really prominent and dangerous room in the prison called the Sugar Shack where illegal gambling, drug drug deals, rapes, fights, and murders all happened in this place. Hmm. This is like where the the worst of the worst threw down. And so allegedly visitors can still hear people arguing and even like whispers in that area. Now, Hmm. Obviously, there's this, a prison like this is going to have the typical things you'd expect to see, like uh, unexplained noises, cold spots, chill, uh, yeah, chills, uh, all these types of things that you would kind of expect. Um, now, there are some other interesting things where 
<laughs> so, you know, earlier we talked about uh, the guy's head popping off. There was another hiccup with Orville Adkins, someone who, who was set to hang. And while he was up there getting ready to be hung, someone accidentally pulled the lever to drop him before the rope was around his neck. Um. So he fell and had to get up. Walk all the way back up and have it done. Oh my god! <laughs> I would have so, just made a run for it. And so allegedly, you can hear his footsteps walking back and forth. Wow! I always wondered yeah. if you, you know, if you give the electric chair to somebody named Orville, if it would make like popcorn noises. Oh, uh, James, you know, I actually had the same <laughs> ridiculous thoughts. <laughs> wow, that's crazy! Wow. So yeah. So and then the last thing. Some people have even heard disembodied voices saying, Help, I'm trapped. Help, I'm trapped. <laughs> but, and then there's lots of other sightings, but it's pretty spooky over there. Sounds yeah, like it. I, would, I wouldn't want to go there. Has it been on any of those travel oh, channels? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this, this thing really got moving in terms of uh, the ghost uh, hubbub in 2000 when MTV had a show called Fear. And its first, its pilot episode and its first episode, which are usually the same thing, but I kept seeing it described like this, so I guess maybe it had a, I guess the pilot is usually what you show to um, executives a lot of times. Yeah. And then you you go back and refilm. Yeah. So I guess that's probably what happened. Um, Was filmed here in 2000. And then an episode of Mindhunter is filmed here. Um, And lots of other scary shows like Ghost Hunters, all these scary ghost shows are kind of cringy. Um, they all show up a lot at this place at some point. Yeah. At some point, that's what it seems like to me. All those ghost shows are the exact same thing. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. And then it cuts to commercial. Don't let your dad hear you say that. I know. Dad, I love you. He loves those TV shows. (laughs) (laughs) He's a sucker for them. And I, I mean, they are entertaining, but you know, they're, Best thing they're going to find is some little EVP that's like, and they're like, did you hear it? It said I'm lost in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, anyways, is it my turn? Yes. Oh my gosh. All right, Fritzos. It's my turn. What? Fritzos. Fritzos. Yeah, I don't know. I just came up with it off the top of my head. It feels like you may have said something incredibly offensive in some language. (laughs) Okay. I hope not. I'm sorry, dear listener from country. Well, (laughs) you guys, I'm going to take you on a trip, okay? Okay. A trip to the beautiful corn and pork top producing state here in the United States. Mentioned it earlier. We gave them a hearty hello. I'm taking you to Iowa. Uh, you mean you, top Iowa. pork, not pork top, right? What's pork top? They're the t- they're the, it's pork, but they're the top producers of pork. Ah, uh, there we go. I don't, I don't know what pork top is. Ooh. It sounds <laughs> like a pork chop. <sighs> well, anyways, maybe a pork top is like a haircut. <laughs> it does sounds like one. Yeah. <laughs> you get like a little curly cue in the back, just one. That's like a <laughs> I like that idea. I like it. Okay. No. I'm going to be talking today about the Pottawatomie County Jail. Mm. Also known as the, and I have to say it like this. Every time I say this, I feel like it just has to come out this way, but the, the squirrel cage jail. The squirrel cage jail. <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's the only reason you picked this one. It is. Name. It is. Actually, the word uh, Pottawatomie 
drew me in. And then as soon as I saw Squirrel Cage, I was like, oh, nope, it's yeah, got me. Potawatomi sounds like a summer camp. Mm-hmm. It does. It sounds like a, like, you know, Potawatomi camp, you know? Oh, it does. It does. Everyone's got like little beavers on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But this jail, it is no longer in operation except for historical purpose, obviously, because you can go on a tour there. But it's located in Council Bluffs, Iowa, zip code 51503. And it was built in 1885 on ground that already had somewhat dark history. It was built uh, over the St. Paul's Episcopal Church Morgue, which I didn't even know that churches had morgues. Okay. I I didn't know. I got curious. I tried to do research on this because I was like, you know what? That would be interesting. But if you search on Google, do churches have morgues? It brings up a whole bunch of stuff about morgues <laughs> in use <laughs> during that, you know, that, that one illness that's floating around right now oh, yeah. that I'm not allowed to say the name of for fear of being banned. It all went back to that. Like if you search morgue, it brings say, up a whole bunch of that stuff. How do you think they make the body of Christ? What? <laughs> I like so <stuff>. much. <laughs> Dang, you are on a real morbid vent today. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to punch you in your nose. No. Anyways. Anyways, you guys. Alex. I'm sorry. You should be. No. That was a joke. Do you guys want to know what makes the squirrel cage so interesting? Absolutely. Yes, okay, good. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I was like... You're thinking about your joke? I was picturing a squirrel in a cage. Like, <laughs> in spite of all my rage, I'm still just a squirrel in a cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you guys, this was one of 18 revolving jails that was ever built. And this one in particular had three stories, whereas most revolving jails only had one story. And the reason it's called Squirrel Cage is because it looks like a giant cage. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was, you guys, it was a modern mechanical marvel, except not really at all because it always got jammed. But it, it, if you don't know what a revolving jail is, it it has this block of cells that were circular and then the cells are kind of like pie shaped. And I think that it was 10 cells per floor. So there were only 30, 30 cells here, at least in this particular branch, but there was only one door in and out. So you had mm. to wait until it revolved all the way around to get back to the door before they could like let you out of wow. yourself. You had to go somewhere. Interesting. Yeah, mm. it's it. That's, that's cool. <laughs> sounds like a really good way to prevent a riot. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, it sounds like an awesome like like a st- setting for a movie. Uh, well, that's what it makes me think of. When I was looking through this, I was like, I feel like this is the type of jail that you only see in movies. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of those scary revolving doors that some buildings have. Like, you know, the fancy buildings when you're walking in, it's got the little door that revolves. Yeah, I don't like those and either. I don't like them either. They freak me out. And you guys, like, this particular jail, it was apparently intended to be run automatically, like spinning automatically with a water wheel. <laughs> but it didn't work. And so they had a hand crank to crank oh. Yeah, to crank it around so that it would have to get to you. People would get their limbs caught between the door and the little revolving thing. So people would lose their limbs. In the name of cool aesthetics. (laughs) Well, no. uh, And it it would get jammed, you guys, which is not surprising at all. But your cell had to be flush with the door if you were going to be able to exit safely. And so... 
there was one time where this particular it is an incident. Okay, this guy. <laughs> It's hard. It, 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 okay. Are you laughing at something morbid? How dare you? Yeah, no. He is Nick Cotton. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. They they eventually decided to cut cells and or doors in all of the cells after this particular thing occurred. Mm-hmm. But seventy years after this place is built, um, in the nineteen sixties, a prisoner died in his jail cell. And they were like, oh, shoot, we got to get that guy out of there. So he oh, no. died in his jail cell, got jammed, and they couldn't get him out for days. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God, that's horrible. <laughs> I know. I know. And they're just like, after that, they're like, you know what? This probably isn't very safe. Like, heaven forbid, what if there was a fire or something? Yeah. You couldn't get anybody out. You just have to like, okay, I guess everyone's just going to go up and smoke. I mean, can't crank it. Eventually, like his cellmates got to start doing like a weekend at Bernie's routine with his body, right? No, well, I don't think. I, I think that it was one person per, oh, one cell, person per maybe. cell. So you just got to deal with the stank. Yeah, yeah I, I, mm, I would not want to deal with that at all. But mm-hmm. the jail it did close in 1969, which you guys—that's the year we went to the moon. Wow! Remember that? It makes me think of that TV show. Did you guys ever watch Even Stevens on Disney Channel? No. They sang that song? A lot of people did. We went to the moon in 1969, not 1917, but a year sooner. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what just happened. James, did you just say what? Yeah, Yeah, it's a new one on me. Oh my gosh, it's a beautiful musical episode of Disney. One history. of my friends in high school was a major Even Stevens fan. It was a good, it was a good show. I've never seen an episode. Well, anyways, you guys, as we were landing a rocket on the moon, Squirrel Cage Jail was coming to a close once and for all. And amazingly, considering this place really could have been a death trap, there were only four deaths within its walls during wow. its eighty-four year history. Mm-hmm. So it's like compared to your guys' topics, I feel like mine is like a tame little squirrel. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, it's cool though. But the four deaths that occurred per bumpinthenight.net, one man died of a heart attack. I wonder if maybe that's the guy who died in a cell. No, <laughs> just spinning that wheel slowly. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> another another man hanged himself, which it could have been that guy who died in a cell. Mm. A jailer died after, and I found differing reports on this across different websites, but um, they say that he accidentally died after his fun, his, his, fun? his fun, his gun misfired during either riot training or it might have been during an actual riot when people were trying to get into the mm. prison. One of those is cooler than the other. Well, the jailer <laughs> accidentally passed away. And then the fourth guy, you guys. Oh, no. This guy died in a fall while he was trying to write his name on the ceiling of his cell. <laughs> this is a summer camp. Like this, I, I'm pretty sure my, the summer camp I went to as a kid had more deaths than this prison. <laughs> well, I, just, I just hear that and I just go, can you imagine being the jailer who has to call to tell this person's family that mm. your, your loved one has perished trying to write his name i wonder if he did it what if it's there what if it's there now it's like you could go and see it and it's like ugh. anyways maybe some of the ghosties who still supposedly call this jail home or some of those four people but others who have like carried out ghost hunts and who worked at the building claim that there are other spirit spirits spirits 
And one man who shared his experiences, it was a guy named Bill Foster, used to work in the jail in the 1950s. He said that there were a lot of, quote, strange goings on, especially Mm -hmm. on the fourth floor. Because on the fourth floor of this jail, they had, like, an apartment that I guess the main jailer could live in. And he, I guess he stayed up there for a very brief period. And he was like, I can't do it. It's too scary because he would hear footsteps. Despite there being no one else on this fourth floor, he would hear people walking around his place. Mm -hmm. So he instead opted to move to the second floor right next to the inmates because I guess he thought that was safer um, and it was less scary. So that's what he did. And some people claim that they think that it might be the spirit of a man named named J.M. Carter who lived in the apartment and oversaw the building's construction. Mm -hmm. So maybe this revolving prison was his baby project and he's just like i can't leave so oh there's a creepy thought like what if what if uh it is haunted but mainly not because of like people feeling like they're drawn there or compelled to stay but because they literally can't find their way out because of the rotating (gasps) like like, you know that anxiety you feel when you when you park your car in a big parking lot and you can't find it it's like imagine that but forever James, I don't like the thoughts you put in my head. You sometimes. eventually just give up and walk home. <laughs> no, you're stuck in there. Oh, yeah. you're talking about the cars. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> uh, another notable full body apparition that some people claim to have seen is this man named Otto Gufoth, who was a jailer. He's said to be friendly. So it's like, I guess people have seen him and be like, oh, it's just Otto. And then lastly, a woman who was working on a project at the jail at one point claimed to have seen the spirit of a little girl wearing a gray dress, which just seems a bit out of place for a jail. Uh, and then yeah. I had to stop and think, wait a minute, this was also the location of a church morgue previously. So mm-hmm. maybe that's like, maybe there are some spirits that are left over from that. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. And then some some ghost hunters also claim that you can hear the voice of a little girl when you're listening to some of the little EVPs. But again, I just go back to the whole, it sounds like a, and they're like, oh, it sounds like, uh, you know, a little girl, but it's just sound. Right. Um, and then and then there are two ghost cats, too, which makes me kind of happy. Mm. I would like to see those two. Very cool. <laughs> but overall, the ghost activity here is pretty status quo, like sounds, you know, bumps in the night, doors opening by themselves, lights flickering on and off. You see the occasional full body apparition, you know? So I don't know. It's uh, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's haunted. So they say, but it's not like your guy's haunted, like, holy cow. But I would want to visit this place during the day. The revolving nature of the jail cells no longer works. So you can't go and see that, but you can go, yeah, you can go and visit and just see the jail cells as they are. But you can go, it's, it's the historical society of Pottawatomie County offers the tours. There's $7 for adults, six for seniors, five for kids as kids is kids age six to 12 and the free for anyone or five. Wow. And then you can also book an overnight investigation if you want to go and hang out overnight. See if you can see any spirits, but it's fun. <laughs> I only want to stay overnight. If I could turn that crank. Otherwise the crank doesn't work anymore. No. So sorry. Yeah, I guess exactly. we're going to save our money. It's ex- I think it's expensive to do that. Yeah. Cause they're going to have to repair that crank for me to stay. Ugh, well, I don't, I don't listen. You, you and James can go by all means, go have some fun. That could be fun. James. Yeah. I'm just going to eat. Spin each other around on that thing. Delicious corn in Iowa. <laughs> My God, you guys are 
Alex, I've been very disappointed. <laughs> you just share sentiments with our listeners. <laughs> My gosh. Um, anyways, you guys, that's that's my topic. I hope that you guys found it interesting. Very good. Yeah. Thanks, babe. I appreciate it. James, James, what are you up to after we're done recording this episode today? I am going to watch a cartoon and go to sleep. Ooh. Oh, that sounds so quaint, James, sweetheart. Yeah, James, I hope you enjoy your Scooby-Doo tonight. <laughs> what are you I'm, guys doing? I'm going to go eat a cupcake because Alex participated in a fire drill today at work and they gave him a cupcake yeah, to the, Yeah, <laughs> the managers, the property managers had cupcakes waiting for everybody at the end of the fire drill. I was like, That's oh, really okay. nice. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I want to thank them because Alex is... He's passing it on to me. Yeah, the sweetheart he is. So, yeah, he's trying to be healthy. So he's pawning it off on me. And I'm just, I'm going to eat it. Listen. I would shank somebody for a cupcake. James would shank somebody for a cupcake. I think with that, it's time to draw from the vase. <laughs> Uh-oh, Alex. Uh, the vase is over there. I mean, you're closer. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> Cece's getting up we out of obligation. In Ooh, please not break things. I almost broke the vase. Oh, snap. <laughs> okay. Hand it to me. Here's the, here's the headphones. I get to do the the rustle. The rustle. Do bustle. the rustle. Take Gwen's hairbrush out of there. <laughs> no, hang on. Right. Hang on. One flew out of here. Alex, that's I, probably that the, the one, one we need to talk with? about. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Next week. We are talking about spirit guides, and this Ooh. one has been in here for a long time. This is actually submitted by Hazel in Fort Worth, Texas. I feel like a spirit watched that one out of here because that it's thing quite, flew. I don't know how that thing flew out of here. It's quite possible. <laughs> so, Hazel, we got around to your topic. I'm very excited next Hazel's week. Hazel's spirit about. guide drew that out of the vase. Ooh. Maybe. And you know what? That's going to be a nice difference from today's very dark episode. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like kind of like we're a little overdue for a lighter episode. So good deal. Let's do it, yeah. you guys. So. I was so depressed that episode that we just did. <laughs> All right, you guys. All right. Alex, who does our music? Our music is by Grant Cook. You can find his music on Amazon. Music, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to music. So until next week, you guys, we hope that you can keep it strange. In spite of all my rage, I'm still just a squirrel in a cage.